0: You're listening to the Physics Ed podcast. For hundreds of ideas, free experiments and more, go to physicseducation.com.au. And now, here's your host, Ben Newsom. Newsom.
1: Yes, welcome again for another PhysZed podcast. Glad to have you again for another chat around science and STEM and all that sort of thing. And this week is an interesting week. We're all talking about the Girls' Day Out in STEM program, which for a couple of years now has been empowering and inspiring girls from age 10 to 14 towards a career in science, technology, engineering, and maths. And it's really, really cool. Now, here's the thing. Patricia Skitek is the person who's been involved in this. She has decades of experience in event management and... She's a teacher. She actually trained in education at the University of New England, and she has really been building a real genuine momentum towards helping kids right across the country really see what they can be. It's really, really cool. Now, by the way, we've been talking about this sort of thing on that new uh, clubhouse, which I know a few people might have been already jumped on in. Definitely, if you get a chance to get on that, it is well worth your time. There's a lot of education chats there, and I've been hanging out with a lot of interesting people doing all sorts of chats around science education, edutech uh, discussions, even entrepreneurial discussions, and even this weekend I'm hanging out with some people doing some AI, which is really, really cool. So just did a little heads up, it is well worth your time, and we might be able to extend this chat to a wider community. So that's a little heads up that we're definitely on Clubhouse and doing lots of things. But without further ado, here's Patria, and she can let us know all about Girls Day in STEM.
0: This is the Physics Ed Podcast. We're all about science, ed tech, and more. To see 100 fun, free experiments you can do with your class, go to physicseducation.com.au. That's physics spelled F I Z Z I C S, and click 100 free experiments.
1: And Patricia, welcome to the FizzEd podcast.
2: Thanks, Ben. Thanks for having me.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm really happy to ha- have you on this. We've been hanging out for a little while um, with a great meetup that happens every month, uh, the STEM lightning lunches. But um, I thought, Patricia, I really thought you'd want to jump on this, just let people know what you get up to. So, uh, Patricia, what do you get up to? <laughs>
2: <laughs> sure. Well, um, yes, it's true. I'm, I love your lightning lunches. They're really quick and effective and efficient. But uh, that's sort of what we try to be too. Um, but we have a niche, and our niche is for girls. And we're not a, we're sort of not apologetic about that. I know it might be a bit political, but um, we we actually help girls to understand and boost their awareness in STEM. So we try to um, help them along their journey, actually. And uh, we do this by having a Girls' Day Out in STEM event. And it happened live in person in um, actually a little regional town in New South Wales in Australia. And then, of course, like everybody else, last year we had to pivot to go online and that had its own challenges but also its advantages. And then uh, this year we're actually going down the east coast of Australia. So in March... um, on March 7th, we'll be celebrating International um, the International Women's Day, um, the UN's Day. And then um, we'll do the same National Science Week in August. And that's a really funky topic this year. Uh, it's food, different by design. And that actually will um, use some of the UN's sustainability uh, aims and goals And then um, we lighten it up with a sort of bit of a finale at the end of the year. Um, We'll be down in Melbourne, Victoria, and uh, we're going to celebrate Ada Lovelace. Yes. uh, Yeah.
1: Fantastic. So you're going from food through to coding.
2: Yes. And and that's the whole thing about what we do. So Girls Day Out in STEM actually is very girl-centric first, uh, we found that, and I, I'll explain why if I've got the time later, but um, we, we found that if we're girl-centric first, then we add the STEM into that, we find that we capture more girls who wouldn't have that propensity naturally to go to STEM. And this is one of the real uh, leaks in the pipeline for girls in STEM.
1: Oh, it's it's a massive thing, it's just straight up. I mean, I'm just, right. just thinking about. I mean, that that UN Day has only just passed as we record this particular chat, but I mean, right. the reality is is that a singular day doesn't help the other 364 other days. <laughs>
2: <It> seems <laughs> that, to be that's,
1: kind of at the that's point right. that we need to do something about it. I mean, I just wanted to get a picture of what these girls they out in STEM look like. I mean, so sure. so they arrive at a site and they're about right. to do STEM stuff, but kind of
2: how how does that
1: timetable sort of look from the outset what's the rough plan
2: yeah so the basically if you can imagine um an event day a program for an event day and that's how we run it so we ran we ran it live like that and actually when we put it online it also worked really well so if you can imagine in the morning we we start off it it is a dedicated uh secured website because of course we want to be child safe Mm -hmm. And um, so we start off with an acknowledgement to country to recognise, which is most important, to recognise the First Nation people of Australia. And we try to make that um, bilingual. In, in past events, we've had that bilingual. Um, so that, again, we just acknowledge the languages of um, the Indigenous community. And where we're coming from. So then we go to a welcome address and that's something to get the girls into the mo- uh, into the mood of, you know, that um, people have gone before you <laughs> and um, it's okay, You we're, we're in a safe place, we're here with girls. The girls like to have that security to know that, oh, I'm with friends. And then we have our STEM masterclasses. Up until now we've had 20 STEM masterclasses. And I know STEM is integrated. So don't get me wrong, but um, just for uh, girls, as I said, who don't have a propensity to do this, we, we actually just divvy it up into like science, technology, engineering and maths. But as we all know, you can't do one without the other. It's just to give sort of like a, a sign-up feel to it. Yep. And then we yeah. have um, a Hall of Fame. So we celebrate girls their age. Sorry, our, our uh, target audience of girls 10 to 14 years old. And um, so we, we have this Hall of Fame where we celebrate, you know, the power of girls in STEM, what they're already achieving. There's there's amazing things out there that girls are already achieving. Um, and just trying to, again, to say they've done it, you can do it. We then actually this year we've got a fundraiser with the Royal Flying Doctors. And then we have um, an entertainment set uh, piece. And that's sort of like Sideshow Alley, but we actually... For example, this year we're going to do a prize wheel and we're going to talk about the maths behind, you know, uh, the power of numbers like chance and probability and things like that. Then we have a in the afternoon session, uh, we have a, a meet and greet session, which is actually the only live part for our on- online thing and then um, event. They get to meet four wonderful um, women who have, you know, who are the experts in their field and uh, then we have what we call a hangout area and that's all about knowing what you can do uh, what further information if you wanted to go into competitions like the cyber challenge or robotics or whatever and we tell them also you know just other activities that are coming up during the year we have book signings from their favorite stem authors then we have a section on again like something similar, but a little bit older, the women in STEM career information, something to yeah. aim for. And then we have all girls want to, ha- you know, they want to dance and they want it. So we have a confetti and song playlist at the end, at the end to dance to and celebrate and uh, see you next time.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. What age group is this again.
2: <laughs> uh, Yeah, so 10 to 14. So in Australia, that is... Um, girls in years five and six, and then seven, eight in high school.
1: So very much the middle school years. That's
2: really, really cool. That's How many right. How
1: have, th- have gone through this?
2: When we first started, it was regional. So um, it had a small footprint and we were just trialing it. And 250 girls actually ended up coming that time. They actually came from a radius of 150 um, kilometres outside of this little town where we held it. Then last year, we had 800 register. <laughs> And uh, I don't know where we're going to go this year, but um, yeah, it was it's it's been very popular. We've had you know every state in Australia, but we've also had people coming on from um, North America, Japan, UK, New Zealand, and Perth. Um, I think there was some in Europe too. Yeah, it's funny how oh, I got this funny
1: oh, feeling that's organic. Like, yes. I mean, I and mean, probably, obviously, you know, there's probably a marketing side to it as well, but uh, just how, and that's, I mean, I suppose if you keep that rate up, yes. doubling, <laughs> doubling, doubling. You've got yourself a bit of a thinking. We thing, can talk to answering. them about compounding. Yes, we could. We totally could. We, we could almost say it's always growing, like uh, sadly the virus did. Okay. It's going really well, fast.
2: Exactly. And I, I just, just on the, uh, about the pandemic, I mean, as we know, you know, the, this is not going away anytime fast, nice. especially mm-hmm. for our friends in um, the Northern Hemisphere. But um, this has actually been um, a bit of a lifesaver for a lot of girls, a lot of parents in a lot of schools, because last year for National Science Week, which you know about very much, Ben, yeah. Um, yeah. some schools actually use Girls' Day out in STEM as their um, National Science Week project nice Love yes so we were really we were really impressed we were very humbled
1: yeah absolutely and if anyone listening in doesn't know about australia's national science week it is actually a genuinely national program and so there's there's gosh it's, you're not we're talking like in 10 20 or 100 events there are thousands of stuff happening everywhere it's kind of like for it's funny about science week, honestly, but it's really not because the time and dates end up being allowing for weekends either side. It's, you know, it's 10 yes. days and then, and then some, we've always called it science month. There's um, yeah. <laughs> so much going on and libraries light up with things happening. Preschools are doing cool stuff. It is so amazing. And actually, yes. if you're listening in and you're in a totally different country that doesn't do it and you have the opportunity to get in front of a government official, trust me, it is well worth saying, Hey, check out what the guys are doing down in Australia. It, really helps and there's a return on investment because it actually brings people interested in STEM. The industry gets to talk about what they do and it becomes a it's quite an interesting thing. It's had a role on it's been going on for many, many years. Um I was just kind of thinking, Patria, the um those kids who've just been through they're effectively would be advocates I'd imagine for yes. this particular program. Uh, do you get to uh link those uh you know, I'd know the graduates so to speak yes. Um, yes. Uh, T- back to those kids
2: totally uh, that that's we we're, we're hoping to do that that's that that's our that's our aim because we want to be sustainable so again for people who are outside of australia um, the australian government actually had a decadal plan a women in stem decadal plan mm-hmm. and um, it's all about being sustainable it's just not having these pop up like you were saying you know these unsustainable programs that just pop up and what have you they we really want to shift you know, um, the needle. We really want to make um, this sustainable. And and exactly how what you just described, we want these girls then to become the buddies of the future girls. So, um, and just even when we did our exit survey last year, um, at the beginning, you know, I think it was about 68% of the girls when we asked the question, is STEM for you? And then when they finished the girls' day out in STEM, when we asked the same question again, it was at 98.8% that, yes, STEM is now for me. Yay! Yay. Well
1: done. I mean, okay, so I feel like it, I mean, one day we'll have soundtracks on this podcast. I feel like there should be some like, sort of like plugging applause <laughs> at that point. <laughs> oh, dear oh, that's dear.
2: okay. Oh, good. That's
1: no, all right. Well, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah.
2: That's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. That's, yes. Th-
1: and um, and then that's irrespective of where they come because you mentioned that that's yesterday right. in Australia you had people in Japan yes. and the US and whatnot. That's really, really yes. cool. So it crosses cultures and it always was going to.
2: Well, that's right. I mean, that is our mission and purpose is that regardless of girls' backgrounds, um, we want them to see, to discover, you know, and to decide that this is to, – to experience them as a world of, you know, imagination, possibility. and And in the case of women, a lot of healing. And that's why we try to do this by sharing our stories with older women, with role models, because it's authentic, it's gen—you know—it's genuine, and everybody knows when they see something that is not genuine and not authentic. Um, you know, like you were saying before, warts and all. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, so you know, um, life is not a straight line, and um, this is what is really good when we interview and we've got messaging for the girls to say it takes more than just the knowledge of your STEM skills. There's much more to it for girls. Yeah, there's resiliency. <laughs> um, there's things like, you know, sexist stereotypes, family cultural expectations, you know, lack of role models and maybe what they particularly want to do or even understanding the options, you know. So that that's what we want to achieve. We want to shrink those barriers and we want them to
1: have that sense of efficacy and empowerment. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, like, speaking to what you are talking about before, with the um, w- warts and all, I mean, like we we're talking yeah. about uh, what, what's this podcast like? And it's like honestly, we just chat. <laughs> we really just do. And the thing is, like, just uh, meshing that with this discussion around careers in STEM and how do you get there? Is this really cool role that you're in? I don't know a single person. Who's not been put in a position to talk to, uh, you know, kids about their journey through their life and yes. their careers? Who doesn't describe challenges and problems and missteps and failures and blah, blah, blah? Because it's what makes you, and what grows you. I mean, if you don't have that failure, you kind of, well, either you're, you're they're not pushing yourself enough, or I I, actually, I, I don't think there's a single person on this planet who's not had a problem. <laughs> so,
2: well, well, to totally. You. I mean, look at, look at, um, you know, even Newton says we stand on the shoulders of those, you know, previously done things or, you know, in in science it's linking, right? So so, uh, we're only as good as the last link. So, um, and and a lot of things have been by missteps or, oops, we left that uh, petri dish out too long and, oh, wow, we discovered something different, you know. So this creativity, this um, problem-solving resiliency um, I think it's well researched that girls won't do something unless they think that they're absolutely qualified. They tick every single box. You know, we we want exactly that to show them that it's not a straight line. Um, it, it has ups and downs and curves and different different um, routes to go. So don't give in. Don't think you have to have be this perfect person, you know, um, and
1: you I, never know I, what life's gonna bring you. <laughs> totally so. I mean the um what you're describing is so very, very, very important. And the um I kind of think about like what you okay, you did an event when COVID didn't exist and now you did an event during the COVID thing. Yeah. Uh the future, 2021, 22, 23, 24, are, are you sort of thinking like your events will be hybrid, sort of totally. online and face to face? Oh, so you said totally cool. So how's that gonna work? Yeah.
2: So what we plan, um, we've always actually had this because, as I described before, it first started out in regional Australia. So there's a lot of uh, regional kids, especially girls, and especially um, regional with a lot of, like, low socioeconomic families and backgrounds and what have you. Um, We always wanted to be inclusive. So we always thought to have, to videotape, when we are live, and send that out to live feed or to have it recorded and then send out later, like, you know, that they could have it on demand or what have you. So that was always part of the plan (laughs) it's just that COVID sped that up and um and so that's how we will go forward so we will have some recorded which fits into we we have a lot of volunteers so that actually fits into a lot of people's busy schedules so it can be pre-recorded it can be as I said live and we record it and we can live stream or we can actually then send it later and where we can um Afford to, we will send a kit out with, you know, to the girls so that they can participate in various, say, for example, experiments or um, whatever the masterclass might be about, or whatever a guest people might want to share with them, or something like that. And um, like all the prizes that we we we've got, wonderful prizes like we have book signings by Professor Lisa Harvey Smith, as you know in Australia, she's our government's uh, Women in STEM ambassador. And she's got a beautiful series of books, three books that are out. She signs them, and we send them out to the girls. We've had girls receiving those in um, west, out back in in Queensland, and they receive them, and they're so happy. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, yeah. we send out Google. Google's one of our great sponsors, so we send out you know goodies from Google, um, just even ear pods. But you know, it, it, it's it's just to know that uh, they feel they feel that they're part of us. They feel part of the group. So yeah, so we we send out prizes, we mail that out. Um, as I said, future planning, we will send kits out um for not all of it because it's too costly, but the ones that we will be live streaming and we'll give them, you know, a time and access point. And they can just join in with their little kits that's and then we will have in person live, yeah, when when COVID's safe.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be really good. Because the, um I mean, obviously having the ability to do synchronous learning, asynchronous learning, it's, it, it is a thing. I mean, not everyone can learn at the same time as you, especially when you're crossing uh, nation's boundaries. I mean, yes. that's, that is very much the case. And actually that brings up the question. Invariably when we run programs and we have, physics has been done this, doing this stuff for quite a few years into other uh, nations. The question about curriculum comes up, the outcomes, the syllabus linkages, blah, 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 and they are important. So how, how are you, how do you navigate that? Into Japan, into North America, Um, and all all the rest.
2: Okay, I'll give a little insight. For me, I spent 20 years in Japan. So um, when when I so when I um, I first of all I spent a year as a a foreign exchange student in 1984 to 83 uh, 85. Sorry, going backwards, 84 to 85. I actually was a high school student in a regular high school in Japan in Tokyo. Uh, and so I, am sort of familiar with, you know, what goes on and, um, but not only that, um, I spent 20 years actually in the education section, um, you know, we were, we were connected with that department. Um, that was another life ago. (laughs) Um, so I'm sort of familiar with, with that, but to be quite honest, this is why we run Girls Day Out in STEM on a Sunday. We actually complement. The mainstream schooling. So um, this is also what inspired me to um, for us to put Girls Day Out in STEM because we know how crowded every curriculum is in any country in the world. It doesn't matter where you are; it's crowded. This, there's so much demand on, on teachers um, to wear every hat. It's 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 incredible. Actually, that's I I did my postgraduate. Um, studies in education and every unit that I did, I thought, right, you expect me to do that. And then on the last unit in English, you expected me to do that. And then now you want me to do this. Yeah. And, and and I seriously thought there's not enough hours in the day <laughs> to do this at school, um, not only with all the other expectations of, you know, teacher parent nights or, or interviews, um, the whole as we all know, the whole gourmet of what we've got to do. So this this was actually to complement what's going on at schools and to actually give a little bit of a lift for a lot of teachers so that they're not always at the (laughs) coalface expected to produce stuff. So, Petra, I was kind of <laughs>
1: wondering. I mean, we just went past that UN celebration day, and it's, the observance days are so important with the UN because get to focus in on what you know what, what's important for the world stage. Um, and I got a really quite kind of interesting discussion with teachers, education leaders. Some some of them at quite a high level. They were um, the discussion of like what steps we need to do to help women and girls get into STEM roles, get rid of this glass ceiling and sort of like the timelines and sort of which way it's going to go. I mean, where I'm going with this question, I was kind of wondering about, I mean, it's these small, small efforts repeated over and over and over again, all over the globe. um, That's going to help make a difference. We can't expect this stuff to happen overnight. It's going to take sadly realistically though, a while, (laughs) quite a while possibly, but at the same point, we all had the ability to make that change. So, I mean, if if you were chatting with someone, I don't know, just, just make it up. Just say they're in Ontario. There you go. They're in Ontario. That just came yeah. to mind. How about that? Uh, so they're in Ontario and they want to make a girls' uh, day in STEM event start to happen. I mean, what sort of first steps would you suggest would be worthwhile?
2: I, I would suggest this is how we did it because we were just doing um, STEM workshops and, um we noticed and observed that the kids rocking up to the workshops um, were along the gender lines, you know, biology, if we did that in the rainforest, mostly girls coming, and all the engineering and physics and whatever, you know, with the boys. So we actually thought, well, let's make it girl-centric first. So I think you have to have a passion of what you're doing, number one. I think in life anyway you've got to have a passion and um we 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 then say for example we 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 uh, decided that we would have these workshops and just tweak them and and we had this mad hatters um, we called it the mad Hatters tea party well it 's p h and it was p h sorry p h party. And what it is, of course, grinding all different fruits and vegetables at 4 o'clock in the morning and putting them in vials so that they could see the whole, you know, from acidic right through, you know. And and um, lo and behold, because we, t- we we made it girl-centric, it completely changed to then 90-10. We had girls rocking up. And, and I think this is where if you're in any country, if you're in Ontario, I love Toronto. <laughs> so all our friends out there in Ontario. So... Um, Yeah, I think the passion to know that girls really need um, a helping hand and we started by just rocking up to a university and saying, look, um, as a community event, could you give us a few rooms? And then from that we went to uh, taking over the whole campus. (laughs) And, and, And it's just having that passion and just linking all the dots together like okay what would girls like to see in this space um okay we're trying to get them to be chemists let's do a hairdressing 101 and teach them about um the science behind uh, material science but um but but do it with an approach of okay we're calling it you know Hairdressing one hundred and one, but we had Dr. Carly Press there doing the chemistry, you know, and you, it was standing room only because we advertised mm. it, putting my fingers up as hairdressing one hundred and one. It was all chemistry, and these girls just rocked it, and they just couldn't get enough of it. And and then and uh, you know, we we had um, many examples like that. So I would totally say, um, if you've got the passion and the drive. Your ideas, your creativity, it just takes um, that, that you know, little seed and then just going, driving it, just go for it, just drive it. Don't, don't care about all the naysayers, don't care about people, you know. There's enough people who will put you down. Just have the passion, the drive. If that's what you want to do, you'll find where you can do this.
1: Love it. Right. Uh, i was just thinking <laughs> when you're talking about the naysayers um i can't remember which uh group it was but someone uh, mm-hmm. uh which entrepreneur it was but someone said if you get enough naysayers it tells you you're on to a good thing <laughs> 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 which is a little bit <laughs> counterintuitive exactly. which is also you got to work out you really have that belief that you genuinely have a good thing because maybe the other naysayers are actually right but in most of the cases i mean no matter what you do someone's will a very people are very good at saying what won't work what people are less good about doing is starting something themselves and totally. and it's just yes. a rea- yeah it's just the reality of just getting going and expecting not just thinking it might happen expecting things to go wrong
2: totally However, and that's and yeah. that's what we as teachers do don't we we inspire we're constantly saying put yourself in the arena because the classroom is the arena. You will always have critics on the sideline pointing out all your flaws, all your shortcomings. You, you, But that's what we teach our students, don't we? To get above that and to know that that's what's going to happen in life anyway. Exactly. So yeah. as educators, that's what we're about, aren't we? You know, um, self-efficacy, self-belief.
1: 100%. I mean, there's no point just telling it to students if we don't live that life ourselves. 100%. Love totally. it, love it, love it. Hey, um, Patriot. How can people reach out to you? Should they need to, or want to, or in between? How they get <laughs> yeah, I think they really should. I think what you've been doing is really, really cool. And the um, the, I love how that you've involved a variety of different people in these events. Like it's not just the kids and the teachers, or the kids and an industry leader, or the kids meeting uh, in this. You said professor, uh, uh, um, you know the 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 uh, a bunch of different government types uh, to get yes. you know you know even yes. signing books. I mean that's just kind of cool. How, um, I mean, how do they get in
2: touch? Sure. Okay, so we currently, as I said, we're going to have our Girls' Day out in STEM um, coming up. Um, but yes, so it's it's very easy. It's https um, forward slash forward slash www.gdostem.com.au. <laughs> That's our event page. But um, just you can give us, um, send us an email, hello at GDO um, STEM, again, it's the same as the website. So you can just shoot up an email to us and we I'm more than happy to help anybody. Um, this is all what the future I think is going to bring is collaboration. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's sharing. It's, 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 it's basically, you know, how I met you, Ben, I mean, through Lightning Lunches and through Inspiring Australia when we all were scrambling to get online. Um, that genuine wish to share with others is so precious, so valuable. I wouldn't have even been here today if I didn't have all of those amazing people who just said yes to me. And um, like I learned so much from your um, your experience and going on to those um, webinars, learning from you, Karen, everybody else, you know, it, it, it's, it's, that's one thing I hope the pandemic has shown us is that sharing and caring is really important. We're more than happy to share with anybody anywhere.
1: Totally. I mean, collaboration. I mean, that's always been a very strong thing for me. I've always been a big, not just a big fan of it. I I know that it accelerates things to happen. So for example, I mean, like we're, we're science communicators, we're STEM STEM outreach people, um, but we are not publishers. We are not. There's all sorts of things we're not. We we we're yeah. not engineers who can build certain things that we want to make happen. That's why you engage people or enrol people uh, yes. in getting that stuff done. And so, I mean, when I kind of think about when we go out to, um, it might be a grant thing or it might be a particular program for a corporate or whatever it is. Um, going in by yourself means you're pretty much saying, "I am a a human Swiss Army knife. I can do everything." <laughs> And and in reality is that you can't just do everything. I mean, not not perfectly. And, and so having You're just
2: um, a Phillips screwdriver, yeah, exactly right, That's exactly
1: right. <laughs> yeah, and then, now there's people going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I do know what sort of tool you are, Ben. <laughs> dear idea, oh, but it's, it's it's kind of it's a it's, it really does matter. Having people who really know a particular set of skills and a certain expertise means that. As a whole, your project is far better, far richer because you yes. bring a deeper meaning to the delivery and people yes. then they give a better way to publish that thing. Or maybe they're really good at marketing the thing or whatever it is. Bringing on those diverse range of skills is important, which actually harkens back to the whole topic of this discussion, which is getting girls into STEM. The whole point of this is diversity in the first place. And be that's able to right. get different points of view into things and actually shaping, um, you know, our new inventions our new experiments and, and you know, leading discovery. I think it's so important. Um,
2: hey, T- T- totally. That, that's how our future is going to grow with diversity and inclusivity. inclusivity you know, if, if when we've got everybody involved, like you just said, it is a depth. Of, that we could we could never have if it's just very singular minded or a singular delivery. That that's very shallow. But when you've got diversity and of diversity of minds and diversity of requirements, even it drives innovation. You know, um, and even even what we're doing now in the space of robotics. You know, um, for even people who can't stand or you know um, have other um, disabilities or you know, um, cannot function fully in their bodies, but now they can. It's absolutely amazing. And why not include those people? They've got wonderful minds, wonderful creativity, wonderful insight.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Oh, love it, love it, love it, love it. Patria, Thank you so much for joining me for, albeit it's always a bit of a brief chat, but I know we're going to be hanging out more on the, on the STEM lightning lunges and, and, and probably other events here and there. You never, never know what's coming up in, in the yeah. world, but look, Love what you're doing and definitely if you're listening on in, I will, as usual, put these uh, this information to the show notes. They're always there and um, really reach out. I think it'd be really cool. And I really encourage people overseas who do not have this thing happening in your local neighborhood or beyond, give it a go. What's, sure. what, 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 what have we got to lose? Um, you know, nothing really apart from a little bit of time <laughs> for a little bit. <laughs> and then suddenly though, that investment in your time will produce a lot of returns. Hey, um, Patria, thank you so
2: much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Ben. I really appreciate it. Thank you.
0: We hope you've been enjoying the Physics Ed podcast. We love making science make sense. Why don't you book us for a science show or workshop in your school? If you're outside of Australia, you can connect with us via a virtual excursion. See our website for more.
1: Well, there we go. We just heard from Patricia Skitak, who you can really tell loves her Girls' Day out in STEM programming. What an amazing program, and I know that it's going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And by the way, do you know that uh, Patricia is also a member of the Women in Technology Committee for her regional branch of Zonta International, which is an organization of professionals who are empowering women through service and advocacy, which is really awesome to do. And I must say, I love that with her background in events in Australia, Asia, New Zealand, I mean, yeah, you know, combining her educational training uh, towards curriculum development and program delivery, it is really, really powerful. That you know she's really focused heavily in girls' day out and Stay out in STEM, and I know that this is just going to be awesome to do. So seriously, it is well worth going to her website. So again, her website is G D O STEM. .com.au. So again, gdo And uh yeah, she actually said that if you've got any inquiries at all, feel free to uh, email her at hello at gdostem.com.au. So uh anyway, I hope you have a fantastic day, evening, morning, night, whatever it is, wherever you are. I hope you have, have an amazing time and you're making well, yeah, your learners have a real chance to engage with the real world and uh and i hope you're having a bit of fun with it so anyway you've been listening to me ben newson from physics education and i hope to catch you on on the podcast or even on clubhouse and again and we'll catch you another time all
0: the best you've been listening to another physics ed podcast we're excited about science Subscribe to us on iTunes to download the next episode as soon as it's released. And don't forget, for hundreds of ideas, free experiments, our new Be Amazing book and more, go to physicseducation.com.au. That's physics spelled F-I-Z-Z-I-C-S. This podcast is part of the Australian Educators Online Network. eon.net.au